0: Hi! This is Emerging Gem, and welcome to my new podcast, Gems and Her Pen. Some of you may have hopped over from my Insta page, at Emerging Gem, to join me delve a little further. But whether you're a known goodie, or a new friend, I'm looking forward to you escaping with me, as I journey within. Most poets will tell you, writing is like therapy. And sometimes the story behind is clear. Or sometimes it's as unclear as life itself. I'm here to share with you what's really behind my poetry. And most of all, connect with you. Join me as I discuss each and every time I've left it all in the ink. Well hello beautiful people. Today we are going to jump straight into this week's poem about forgiveness. And I'll catch you on the flip side. There's a moment when you will sit and think, what do I have left to forgive? Confused with an answer as if it never did exist. And that's when you're complete. Well, a different type of person at very least. You're serene. You're calm. You're grounded, emotionally secure from harm. And it wasn't like it didn't happen. Just your perspective has been sharpened. And because you appreciate that you are where you are because of where you've been, you shrug. You smile, even give thanks for the universal teaching's gift, and right there is when you know there's nothing left in this life, really, to forgive. Hey, 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 hey! I need a beat. Hey, do, do, hey, hey, do, do, hey! Hello, hello, hello. Oh, I am back. Feeling full of energy as you can tell and I hope you are feeling full of energy too. The sun is finally starting to come out. Spring, so it's still cold and we had um, a few snowy days or bipolar days. It was like snowing and then sunny and then cold. I'm in the UK so if this doesn't relate to anybody anywhere else in the world, please excuse me. (laughs) So today we are going to talk about forgiveness and linked with a few other areas as well which I would connect forgiveness to like a perfect puzzle. That is from my perspective, it's a perfect puzzle. Buddha says that holding on to anger is like grasping a hot coal with the intent of throwing it at someone else. You're the one that ends up getting that. We've all been through things in life and I've spoken about the journey and how people support us through those journeys and how... We can adapt our mindset to look at those journeys and what's happened. And I think I'm going to touch a little bit more on that again today. Because when all's said and done, we do have that feeling of anger or frustration. And sometimes it's not so easy to get rid of that. But they say every coin has two sides to it. So let's take the coin out of it. Let's say every situation has a triangle. And um, there's something called the drama triangle that some of you may be familiar with, and it's the victim, the persecutor, and the rescuer. Now, some situations, you may say... But there's clearly a victim in this situation. You know, I don't know, a child who has maybe gone into the kitchen and taken some sweets without asking, or they've been told not to take the sweets. And they've gotten chastised in whatever way for taking those sweets. Somebody may say that child who was chastised because they was chastised and maybe they got a snack was the victim and maybe the parent was the persecutor. And then maybe you've got auntie who's around the house. He's like the rescue. Don't smack her. Just small. But that's from a very clear cut perspective, right? or is it somebody could say that the parent was the victim in that situation somebody could say I told that child <laughs> ten times you would already had chocolate was jumping from the sofa driving me crazy <laughs> and actually I'm the victim Although I'm the parent, I'm the victim. And that child has been persecuting me. (laughs) It's a crazy analogy, I know. I could have chosen something else, but I didn't want to make it too serious. And the rescuer would still be auntie, I suppose. Now, there's a lot more, like I said, serious scenarios that I could have put into that but a lot of the times if you look deep into it you know we've all maybe got involved with a friend's argument like you've got two friends and somebody phones you and says she did x y and z he did x y and z and then you listen to the other friend, and you get a different perspective and it's like oh okay hold on a second they might have flipped out on you, but they flipped out on you because of X. Or they had gone through Y, and that's why things ended up the way it did. It's very easy when you're in the circumstance and when you're in enduring emotions and being impacted by certain things to only see yourself only as the victim and nobody else. But there is another triangle, another dynamic. It's called the empowerment triangle or the empowerment dynamic. And it's where you have the coach instead of the rescuer. And you have the challenger instead of the persecutor. And you have the creator instead of the victim. Now, I always say to you guys that I am no angel, I have my days of victimhood, but I do try to, as much as possible, step into the role of creator. And I very much believe in the law of attraction and that we are creators of our world. And we do have the power to manifest and be proactive in Receiving what we put out. And I've also been the rescuer. Oh, Lord knows I've been the rescuer. <laughs> I don't know. I always go through your life. Or oh, I have. See, you got to be careful what I put out. I have gone through life many times. Seeing people as victims. And wanting to help that person. Not coaching them, not empowering them, not asking what they can do to support themselves. Just jumping in like, I'll help you, I'll fix it for you. There's so much we can go on about that. (laughs) Not today. (laughs) And then you've got the challenger. There are many things in life that challenge us. Many things in life that make us uncomfortable, beyond belief, where we have to acquire new skills, a new mindset, a new perspective. And we have the choice to either grow from it or sit and wallow in victimhood. The growth in it comes from accountability and making choices about how we manoeuvre in the situation. But different people have different needs in life, right? And yes, we do have to take into consideration that somebody is feeling hard done by in the search situation so how do you coincide how do you coexist rather boundaries setting those boundaries to be able to say this is what I can help you with this is what I can't help you with this is what I'm prepared to receive. This is what I'm not prepared to receive. This is your load. And this is how much I'm going to accept of your load. And this is how much I'm going to support you and be there for you. I mean, it comes down to communication, right? But what makes that communication difficult is the way we communicate. The way we communicate. Because sometimes when you're feeling in victimhood, you can really be uptight. And how you say you don't like something comes out wrong. It comes out as you being aggressive. Or sometimes people aren't taught how to honour their boundaries. Or how to communicate their boundaries. Or they feel fearful of saying their boundaries. And what we don't realise is that we can come across quite manipulative. Because we're passive aggressive and we make these little remarks. That kind of say what you want. Kind of say that you're a bit peeved off. But doesn't actually make clear of neither how you feel or what you actually need and want and the perfect way to actually communicate those things are being assertive clearly stating i've got a date tomorrow so i cannot make that occasion that you would like me to come to I understand that you're really going through that problem right now, but I can't help you financially because I don't have it to give. And because often we get those triangles wrong, the dynamics of looking at ourselves as victim, looking at that person as a persecutor, Wondering why sometimes nobody has come to rescue us. Or not even listening to the rescuer and expecting them to fix everything. And sometimes we then end up looking at them like the persecutor. Because we haven't listened to their boundaries and how much they can help us. And we haven't taken accountability in how this situation is challenging us and teaching us and gifting us to grow. And maybe we've had a coach who wanted to support us to facilitate us in looking at the circumstances differently and changing our mindset, but we had more of an expectation of them just to rescue us and fix it. And hasn't felt empowered in ourselves. That actually we're safe. We're safe through this circumstance and it's a part of life that we are able to grow through and are able to empower ourselves to change the situation by looking at what we do want and adapting new behaviours to change the circumstance or new skill sets to change the circumstance. in an ideal world, we would reflect and we would forgive ourselves Because a lot of the time, we haven't set our boundaries and we've engaged in the madness. We've participated in the foolishness. How many times have you come out of a situation and... I want to think of a word less than hated somebody, but let's be real. Sometimes you feel like you hate that person. You're damn right angry with them. But how many times have we participated in that foolishness and looked back and think, I could have cut that circumstance a long time ago. I could have set my boundaries or... I could have said no or I saw the red flags and I still kept on going because I wanted to be the rescuer in this situation or I saw them as the victim or maybe I saw the wrong person as the victim or the persecutor. Sometimes, and a lot of the times, really what we possibly could be doing is forgiving ourselves, forgiving ourselves of participating in not seeking help soon enough, help from the right person or people. And then what about thanking them? Thanking them for the lesson. Thanking them for helping me grow. Helping me get to the next stage of life. So yeah. Maybe in this life, the person that we need to forgive most of all is ourselves. But it's all life. And it's all growth, or at least it should be. So have you been using life to help you grow? Or have you been using life as a reason to be held in the past and held in circumstances, to stay the victim and wallow and repeat the same cycle? And if you are doing that, I go back to the beginning. Buddha said, holding on to anger is like grasping a hot coal with the intent of throwing it at someone else. You end up getting burnt. Peace out. Gems and Pens is a fortnightly podcast created to support the development of cells in this journey we know called life and encourage the arts of expression. You can find me on at Emerging Gem on Instagram, and until next time, sending you all love and light.